the votes have been cast and we have the results. In a 51 to 49 decision, you, the Y'all Nation, have determined that the Y'all Show is the greatest radio show ever recorded, ever made, ever produced. You get my message. And if it had gone the other way and we would not have achieved the 51st vote, well, we would have just been one of the greatest shows out there, but we're actually the greatest. Okay, welcome into the Y'all Show. Hey, we're pretty darn good. We may not be the greatest production ever done, but we're going we're gonna to brag on ourselves a little bit here as we channel our inner Supreme Court vote decision here on today's Y'all Show on a Friday with your host, John Rawl. And we do thank you for tuning in on great stations across the Southland, and we'll have some news and notes about... The decision this morning in the halls of Congress says the Senate did vote to advance Judge Brett Kavanaugh's to a final floor vote. That's expected tomorrow. We'll have info on that. Plus, we'll continue looking at other news and notes around the Southland. We've got General Gridiron coming our way in the next segment, getting you ready for college football 2018, week six. That's happening this weekend. And the general, man, he's got some good ones to talk about. We'll have that. Then later this hour, we're going to go, it's, it's, you know, it's Halloween month. It's the month of October. Things get scary. Well, have you ever had a scary time at the dentist? Well, earlier this week, we had Jerry Short on the program. And Jerry recalled going to a very scary dentist when he was a child. And he shares that story. It still traumatizes him some 60 years later. And we'll have that fun. I, I guess it's fun for us. Maybe not for Jerry. But we'll have that on our rewind our friday rewind coming up later this hour when we get to hour two we'll have our friday free for y'all our montage of great songs and we've got a special rock and roll classic we're going to be playing in that our first rock and roll song on the y'all show that's coming up and we have a reason for it so you'll want to stick around for the start of hour two for that we'll have our hashtag hullabaloo then we'll take a look at the Major League Baseball playoffs going on right now as we had some games on Thursday. The Braves fell to the Dodgers and the Rockies fell to the Brewers in game one. But we've got some American League action going on today and the National League teams are back at it. We'll have info on that. Plus, we'll look at Sunday's NFL action. And believe it or not, hockey is up and going. That's not something we're going to hammer you with a lot on the Y'all Show, but since it's the start of the NHL season, we'll tell you about some of the Southern teams that will be getting on the ice this weekend for the start of the 2018-19 NHL season. Plus NASCAR, some news on that front as they race in Dover this weekend. And we'll close it all out with from Dixie with love. Well, we start our headlines today from Washington, D.C., and there was a big cloture vote this morning in the U.S. Senate, and narrowly by a 51-49 vote, the senators have advanced the nomination of Brett Kavanaugh, and there will be an official vote expected Saturday, tomorrow, in the U.S. Senate, and it's expected that he will be voted on and will proceed to be the next U.S. Supreme Court justice. And that would be a major win for President Trump to have this embattled nominee come through the process And once you're on the Supreme Court, all of the soap opera of the last two weeks dissipates. And 
and he's untouchable. And that's the case with any Supreme Court justice. I don't know if there even is a way to impeach a Supreme Court justice. Perhaps there is, but it's pretty much a lifetime appointment unless they decide to to retire. As we actually heard on Thursday, remember John Paul Stevens? He's still alive. I think he's 98 years old, lives in South Florida. Well, he actually commented on Brett Kavanaugh's bid to become a Supreme Court justice, and he said that he thought that he should not get picked as a Supreme Court justice, that the vote, the Senate should vote him down. And that's not what people that supported Kavanaugh wanted to hear. And so we'll, we'll see. It's a, nothing's official until it's official. But it looks like Kavanaugh will be advanced to the Supreme Court. And that will be a huge win. Winning, winning, winning. President Trump, we're tired of winning. Please stop. And I say that as it also was announced on, uh, I think, last night or this morning, that the U.S. unemployment rate is at a 50-year low right now. And the president loves to tout record low employment numbers for, or unemployment numbers, record low unemployment numbers for blacks as well as Hispanics. And now the whole country has a 50-year low for unemployment. So we're doing really good. Like he said, he was going to bring winning to the White House. Now, he he may be failing in some of his personal endeavors throughout his lifetime, but things are pretty good. I I think they are. And I'm I'm not trying to get too political to tell you how to vote. I'm just stating the facts. And whether you like him or not, if this nomination goes through, that'll be a win. Chalk it up. Win for Donald Trump. And, of course, there's other things going on. The big trade agreement. I saw a reputable news organization that doesn't try to tilt one way or the other, talking about what's now called the USMCA, the United States-Mexico-Canadian Trade Agreement. And they said overall it was a good agreement, that for the most part it was a much improved deal over NAFTA. And you really haven't heard a lot about it, but it looks like that's going to be a great thing. I was watching the president on Thursday night. He was given another rally, this time in Rochester, Minnesota, and he brought out something that I have not seen reported anywhere. In fact, he looked at the what he called fake news in the background and said, hey, y'all don't even know about this. And I don't think it's been reported. But apparently, you know, we've been talking for months now about the president and the NFL and how they've gone after each other over the national anthem. Well, it turns out that as a part of the U.S.-Canadian negotiation going on with this new trade agreement, that the NFL for a long time has had some problems in Canada, I think when it came to advertising, maybe specifically with the Super Bowl, but it's been a multi-million dollar loss that the NFL's had to endure because of some weird laws or something weird on the books between the U.S. and Canada. Well, the president Thursday night touted how, hey, he may not always be on the NFL side. You know, he's the guy who tried to be an NFL owner with the Buffalo Bills 14 years ago and was turned down. And he used to be a USFL league owner, a competitive league. So he has no real reason to go out of his way to help the NFL out. But we know that Trump likes to be with the big boys, and there's something very satisfying to be an NFL owner. It's very powerful. Well, it it appears that as a part of the agreement that was just forged between the U.S. and Canada, that they've wiped out this rule and and president trump was talking like oh it took like two minutes it just i just made a call and whether that's true or not i'm not sure but it appears 
that the NFL is now going to make many, many millions of dollars more because of a new agreement with Canada. And the president on Thursday night actually laughed and said, you know, I'm just going to give them millions of dollars of more because of this, and it'll go to the players who are going to hate me anyway. But he had a good laugh. He's probably telling the truth. You know, these, these NFL players will make even more money as a result of this, and they'll still hate the president as they do, and they have the right to, I guess. But Anyway, that was just something that I haven't seen reported that the president claims no one had reported. But that's a, a new provision in this new agreement. So it looks like Kavanaugh moves forward, and unemployment numbers are good right now, and all seems to be fairly well. Of course, that can change. Well, in this lead-up to the Kavanaugh vote, U.S. Senator Doug Jones from Alabama, his office got telephone calls in it, and there were threats made to some of his staffers from backers of Judge Kavanaugh. And the senator from Alabama said that he would vote against Kavanaugh's confirmation to the Supreme Court, and he called the process flawed from the very beginning. But again, getting angry calls to female staffers threatening calls from who people who claim to be supporters of Judge Kavanaugh into the Alabama U.S. Senator Doug Jones. Not good. Of course, never know who might be making those phone calls. It could be people who were against Kavanaugh to start with just trying to make more headways with news. A Florida man has jumped into the whole melee with Judge Kavanaugh. 53-year-old James Patrick Jr. was arrested by the Polk County Sheriff's Office after they received a tip that he was posting numerous threatening remarks on his Facebook page alleging to threaten to kill Democrats and weak Republicans if Supreme Court nominee Kavanaugh wasn't confirmed to the high court. On September 22nd, 24th, and 29th, Mr. Patrick claimed he was going to shoot members of Congress and their families, depending on how the vote proceeded in the U.S. Senate. You might have heard of William J. Barber II. He's a North Carolina pastor and a longtime political activist. Well, he's now a MacArthur Fellow, and he got the award, which gives him $625,000 paid over five years for this fellowship. He's one of 25 winners of this so-called Genius Grant. He is the pastor of Goldsboro, North Carolina's Greenleaf Christian Church. Well, he celebrated the award by getting arrested yesterday. And when he was announced as the winner, Barber was in Chicago at a protest for raising the minimum wage. And he told the local paper in North Carolina that he'd been arrested in Chicago and am waiting on their process for minimum wage in front of McDonald's headquarters. Of course, he's been a civil rights activist. He's head of the North Carolina NAACP and he gained national attention in 2013 by spearheading the Moral Monday movement in the state of North Carolina, which are weekly protest rallies outside of the Republican-controlled North Carolina General Assembly. But, man, what an award. I don't even know how much the Nobel Peace Prize gives. It might be a million dollars or something like that. But for this fellowship, the MacArthur Fellowship Genius Grant, five-year $625,000 payment, no strings attached. And I guess that's a good thing because, as we said, Reverend Barber being arrested on Thursday doesn't keep him from, from getting that 
wad of cash for his activism. We now know more about the deadly shooting in Florence, South Carolina this week, which claimed the life of Florence police officer Terrence Carraway. The suspected gunman, Frederick Hopkins, is a 74-year-old disbarred lawyer who, according to reports, boasted on social media about being a competitive marksman. He shot and killed Carraway earlier this week and wounded several other law enforcement officers who had come to his home to serve a warrant for an arrest for not him, but someone who was there at the house. And it's just a terrible situation of this happening in Florence, South Carolina. The shooter is a military veteran who had been receiving payments after being wounded in the Vietnam War. And he, I saw some of the footage of where he shot from in a very nice subdivision there in Florence, South Carolina. And the victims were a long way away from where he was located in the house. In a sad situation there is this disbarred lawyer killing a South Carolina law enforcement officer this week, injuring several more. A former officer of the Jackson, Georgia Police Department, who falsely claimed that a black man shot her in central Georgia, is now going to serve a 15-year prison sentence. A Superior Court judge in the state of Georgia ordered 43-year-old Sherry Hall to serve these years in probation following her prison sentence. Hall was an officer with the Jackson PD when she radioed for help early on September 13, 2016. She said she'd been shot and described the suspect as a 6-foot, 230-pound black man in a green shirt and black jogging pants. She told officers that she pulled into a cul-de-sac around midnight and her car spotlighted an illuminated man. She then said he shot her without provocation and ran into the woods. A manhunt began, but authorities soon found out that she had wounded herself. And it wasn't long after that they kind of put two and two together. And now she's going to go to jail and be imprisoned or under police watch for a long time for her actions. Lying. And she was a person who wore the badge. The Cedar Ridge Timberwolves in Newark, Arkansas, have canceled the rest of the varsity football season after seniors on the Cedar Ridge football team walked off the team this week. This town is located 15 miles southeast of Batesville, Arkansas, and the principal met with the team Monday to address reports of bullying, and the principal accused the team's seniors of being a problem, so they all chose to leave the team. A few juniors also quit the Cedar Ridge team, leaving the school without enough players to field a team for the rest of the season. That's a new one, canceling a season halfway through it. The Timberwolves will be no more this year. I have to wonder if they're even going to bring back football after this episode, as we've seen more and more schools close football down because of not having enough players to even compete, mainly because of injury-related reasons. But that is a new one there, accusing them of bullying, and they all pick up their toys and move elsewhere. New Orleans police are using a selfie taking on a stolen cell phone to track two people believed to have snatched the phone just a few days earlier. The city police released the selfie Thursday and asked for help identifying the pair. And yeah, I saw the picture. They're sitting there, plain as day, in broad daylight, taking a picture of themselves. The woman who says her phone was stolen later noticed a new photo had been synced to her cloud account. In this selfie, the people is, a, is a, the same people who struck her in the face and head before stealing her purse and phone on Monday. So note, 
if you're going to go rob somebody, you might not want to take a picture of yourself with that phone because just like this woman, she's got it synced to her cloud account and voila, <laughs> there it is. That that may win award today of D-U-M-M, dum dum dum. However, we've got some more goodies coming up in just a second that might top that one. Crazy story from Mississippi's Delta as a female 911 dispatcher in Yazoo City was robbed at gunpoint inside a sheriff's office while she was on duty. This incident happened early on Wednesday morning. Money was taken from the woman, but luckily she wasn't hurt. The sheriff says his office is investigating how a man wearing a scarf over his face was able to come through the front door of the Yazoo City office. And it wasn't that long ago, just two months ago maybe, a woman not far from there in Clarksdale, Mississippi, was a dispatcher as well. And someone came in there and beat the living daylights out of her. And I hope she's out of the hospital by now. But the craziness going on in North Mississippi here in Yazoo City with a 911 dispatcher being robbed at gunpoint inside the sheriff's office. That's a brazen robber right there. Now we move on to Levi Newberry. He's a 29-year-old Floridian, and he was looking to make a quick buck, so he printed dozens of counterfeit bills at a library using a Pinterest template and then tried to sell the phony money on Facebook, police have said. He printed counterfeit $5, 10 20 and $50 bills on resume paper he bought at Walmart, according to the Pasco County Sheriff's Office. He now faces forgery charges. I had no idea you could go on Pinterest and get templates for money, but he is accused of printing fake money, and he did it at the library. So give him some credit for going to the library, Mr. Newberry, for furthering your life, I guess, going to the library. But now you're going to go to a jail. You can go check out the books there at the prison library. A Louisiana man has claimed a ghost planted meth at his home, and he falsely reports a stabbing, according to the sheriff's office of Washita Parish in Louisiana. This man claimed that a ghost planted drugs on him after he was hit in the head with an axe despite having no visible wounds, and now he's under arrest. Michael Ottenberry, a 59-year-old man, reported to sheriff's deputies on Wednesday that there had been a stabbing in his home in West Monroe, Louisiana, and when the deputies arrived, Altenberry shouted at them and at people who were obviously not there, the arrest record said. Officials noticed that the man had not been stabbed in the head with an axe, as he'd claimed. All right, that might be the D-U-M-M winner, Mr. Altenberry. Altenberry, and then the guy before him was Newberry. So what's going on with the berries of the Southland? Finally, if you're in New Orleans and you want to go to Popeye's, well, let me ride along with you. Because one New Orleans Popeye's chicken location is selling wings, get this, battered in edible 24 karat gold. Oh my goodness. The Popeye's location at 621 Canal Street in the Big Easy. And it's the 24 karat champagne wings one day only. The offer was yesterday. And it was part of the boneless wing bash, which includes six boneless wings, choice of a salad and a biscuit, at a recommended price of, ding, 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 $5 while supplies last at participating locations. I have no idea what a chicken wing dipped in 24-karat gold would taste like. Is that even healthy? But at least Thursday in New Orleans, 
people took advantage of this. Popeye's opened its 3,000th restaurant recently, and they have more guests enjoying incredible fried chicken. And I can see why, because you got champagne wings going on. Al Copeland opened what was then called Chicken on the Run in Araby, Louisiana in 1972, serving southern fried chicken. And after several months of lackluster performance, Copeland reopened his Popeyes and introduced spicy New Orleans-style fried chicken. And I love my, what's their guy, love your chicken at Popeyes or something like that. Yeah, good stuff all over the Southland. It looks like Popeyes, golly, 3,000 locations. Congratulations to that chain, and I guess they can afford some 24-carat chicken wings. When we come back on the Y'all Show, General Gridiron will be here. He's got the lineup on Saturday's college football games. That's ahead on the Y'all Show. As a small business owner, you make every dollar count. So what could you do with $10? Go to Vistaprint.com today and you'll get 500 high-quality custom business cards for only $9.99. That's less than $0.02 per card. And at Vistaprint, your satisfaction is absolutely guaranteed. So it's never been easier to turn 500 strangers into connections. Just visit Vistaprint.com and use promo code 1313 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code 1313. Are you putting your retirement savings in a 401k, IRA, or investment account? Then I have one word of advice. Stop. Many experts warn of a stock market crash any day now. And if it's anything like the last two crashes, you could lose 50% or more of your hard-earned savings in the Wall Street casino. Can you afford to lose half of your retirement savings again? Hey, you don't have to lose a penny because there's a better, safer way to save for retirement. And you can learn all about it in a free report. This is the report Wall Street and big banks desperately hope you never see. Why? Because this method continues to grow your money even when the market tumbles. It lets you take back control of your money and finances and it gives you penalty free access to your savings plus it beats the pants off any 401k or ira these are uncertain times so get the information you need today to guarantee your retirement security to get this free report go to bankonyourself.com right now that's bankonyourself.com bankonyourself.com Hey there, I'm a glue stick, so I have one job. I glue kids stuff. So sorry for being jealous of Geico, who does a ton more. Like give you 24-7 access to thousands of licensed agents. And Geico has been around for over 75 years and has a 97% customer satisfaction rating. While I've just got mediocre adhesive skills, Geico also has an award-winning mobile app. Uh-oh, arts and crafts time. No eating the glue stick, Miss Lydia. Geico, expect great savings and a whole lot more. It's getting fun on the Wiregrass. That's the fight song of the Troy Trojans. And congrats to Troy as they had a big win Thursday night, a Sunbelt Conference win over Georgia State, 37-20. And Neil Brown's team moves on. They are undefeated in the Sunbelt, and they're 5-1 overall, 3-0 in the conference after that big win over the Atlanta-based Panthers. 
other action from Thursday night in college football. The Houston Cougars defeated Tulsa in an AAC game 41-26. Tonight in college football, the MTSU Blue Raiders travel to Marshall. Utah State's got an in-state game at BYU. And in the ACC, Friday Night Lights, the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets and the Louisville Cardinals play at Papa John's Cardinal Stadium in Louisville. Well, of course, on Fridays we have General Gridiron stop by, and he has the lineup of all the good stuff coming your way tomorrow in college football. And I am anxious to hear what the old general has to say about that game at the Swamp featuring LSU and the Gators. And, of course, you got Kentucky traveling to College Station to take on the Aggies. The Cats ranked in the top 15. They're perfect on the season. Big opportunity to win against an SEC West team tomorrow in Aggieland. So we'll have info on all that right now with General Gridiron. Enjoy. Welcome into the bunker of General Gridiron, Phil Marshall of Football Forecasting. We're about to map out the way this college football weekend is going to go. Will your favorite team be marching to victory, or will the entity be taking your battle flag? The finish line for college football is just around the bend, and some of the sports elite are jockeying for position as the leaves begin to fall. It's going to get real wacky during the home stretch of the schedule. So grab your helmet and man those battle stations. We're ready for another round of General Gridiron's football foretelling. Vanderbilt at Georgia. Haul up anchor, Vandy. Krusty Cornelius sets sail for Sanford Stadium and right into the jaws of a battling bulldog battleship. Smart's boys are on a 5-0 win streak after making fools of the Vols last week. The doors haven't been as strong, just surviving against tiny Tennessee State last Saturday. When it comes to the SEC East, these two are on completely opposite spectrums. And there ain't much doubt that Ugga will make them Nashville natives heal. The Generals' victor, Georgia. Clemson at Wake Forest. The Seminarians host Clemson at BB&T Field and hope for a different final score than last year. Tiger televangelist Dabo Sweeney is probably still catching his breath after a narrow victory last week over Syracuse. Even though Trevor Lawrence hurt his neck in that escape, it's looking like he'll be up to silencing the scattering of Wake Forest fans. It's going to take one hell a heck of a prayer from the deacon to survive this one. The Generals' victor, Clemson. LSU at Florida. The Bayo Bengals are trading one swamp for another. The Baton Rouge Beast will have a real challenge in this matchup against the resurgent reptiles. Coach O has been rolling lately, especially after a Saturday night in Death Valley massacre of Mississippi. But UF chomped down on Coach Mullen's old Mississippi State in an upset win also played last Saturday night. Felipe Franks is a tough quarterback, and he'll have to be against that tough Tiger D. It'll be a close one, but in the end, the SEC West will be triumphant. The Generals' victor, LSU. Notre Dame at Virginia Tech. The home of the Hokies is going to be full of the Irish. VPI has been strong, except for that little hiccup in Norfolk versus Old Dominion. The Leprechauns haven't quit all season stuffing plenty of tough teams with their rough-and-tough defense. The Hokie Birds are a little shakier, but Damon Hazelton can sure get down the field. In most cases, home field advantage is a big battle factor, but the general knows how stubborn 
them Catholics can be. The Generals victor, Notre Dame. Texas versus Oklahoma at Dallas's Cotton Bowl Stadium. Forget about that cotton candy and elephant ears outside the stadium at the State Fair of Texas. These two old foes have had a roller coaster ride in 2018, struggling against what should be blowouts, then dominating the games that were supposed to be close. So, only the general knows how this neutral site game will go. The Red River rivalry is just as heated as always. Oklahoma burned through everyone but Army, while the bodacious bovines already did their happy jig after spanking TCU. Unfortunately for Texas, that offense just can't hold a candle to Coach Riley's roustabouts. The general's victor, Oklahoma rolls. Ahead on General Gridiron, Kentucky, yes, Kentucky, is undefeated and headed to College Station for a duel pitting two teams that once called Paul Bear Bryant head coach. And the Commander-in-Chief's trophy fog of war may clear Saturday as Navy sets sail to the Air Force Academy. Keep it here. General Gridiron will be right back. As a small business owner, you make every dollar count. So what could you do with $10? Go to Vistaprint.com today and you'll get 500 high-quality custom business cards for only $9.99. That's less than $0.02 per card. And at Vistaprint, your satisfaction is absolutely guaranteed. So it's never been easier to turn 500 strangers into connections. Just visit Vistaprint.com and use promo code 1313 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code 1313. Hey there, I'm a glue stick, so I have one job. I glue kid stuff. So sorry for being jealous of Geico, who does a ton more. Like give you 24-7 access to thousands of licensed agents. And Geico has been around for over 75 years and has a 97% customer satisfaction rating. While I've just got mediocre adhesive skills, Geico also has an award-winning mobile app. Uh-oh, arts and crafts time. No eating the glue stick, Miss Lydia. Geico, expect great savings and a whole lot more. Well, hello there, soldiers. This is General Gridiron back with you. Each week, this fabulous football forecast can be heard on some of the finest radio stations all over the good old U.S. of A., including WJGA FM 92.1 in Jackson, Georgia. We play whatever we like. And the River, KFYN FM 104.3 in Paris, Texas. Bonjour. We appreciate all of our radio affiliates. Now, let's get back into the football fight. Florida State at Miami. Here's a good old-fashioned in-state rivalry for you. The Knowles and Canes duke it out in Hard Rock Stadium. The U has done a great job playing high school teams since losing to LSU at the start of the season. The Knowles have struggled in almost every game, including their wins. One was against Samford, Sam not Stan. That skill gap ain't gonna help when they're surrounded by orange and green. The Seminoles will head back to the Florida State capital city crying, no, 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 no. The Generals, Victor, Miami. Auburn at Mississippi State. Coach Joe Moorhead's first year as Bulldogs head coach has not been what everyone hoped. Even though they brought back more starters than just about anyone in the SEC, State has slipped down to the likes of the Vols and the Commodores with zero, count them zero, conference wins. Even this home field advantage won't be enough to stop the Gus bus 
as Albies going to tear through Stark Vegas as a warm-up to the pending demoralization of Tennessee at Jordan-Hare the following weekend. The Generals' victor, Auburn. Utah at Stanford. The U of U drags its weary feet to Stanford, hoping to end a two-game conference losing streak. On the other sideline, the color red is still reeling after being shut down by Notre Dame. It's hard to tell who needs this win more, but the outcome isn't hard to see. As the Utes try to be a strong defensive team, they just won't last long up against the Californians' passing game. Maybe, just maybe, all the Redwoods need to recover is to go back to their roots because they can sure enjoy this Saturday night special on the farm. The Generals' victor, Stanford. Kentucky at Texas A&M. Nobody, and I mean nobody, has been as surprising as Kentucky this year. Not only have they broken streaks, upset ranked teams, and gone undefeated thus far, Big Blue Nation is ranked higher than they have been since the 1950s. The Cats ain't going to walk all over the Aggies this game day at Kyle Field, but do not count them out. That 12th man had a tougher time than expected against lowly Arkansas, and momentum is real. The general loves a Cinderella story. In this duel of Paul Bryant's coaching gigs before Bama, Kentucky prevails. Navy at Air Force. The midshipmen are dropping anchor at the home of the Falcons, and boy, oh boy, this military rivalry is going to heat up fast. Yusafa has struggled, but only barely against most opponents. They've still got a strong offense, especially when it comes to rushing. The Galloping Goats have proven that they can handle themselves, but they're still heartbroken after an unexplainable SMU overtime loss. This will be an actual battle for sure, but air superiority won't be enough to win the war. The General's victor anchors away Navy. We've already looked at the weekend's biggest battles across the nation, but hang on to your football helmet. There's more around the corner. We'll be back in just a jiffy, to wrap up this week's General Gridiron with our rapid-fire picks. Credit products are made by WebBank. Rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How did I get into credit card debt? A trip to the emergency room. Car repairs. (sighs) Moving expenses. There's a million ways to get into credit card debt, but one sure way to start getting out. Avant. Avant offers access to online unsecured loans from $2,000 to $35,000 at competitive rates and no extra charges for paying back early. Over 500,000 customers have experienced the convenience of a loan through Avant. No wonder Avant has an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. The application takes minutes, and if approved by 4.30 p.m. Central Time, Monday through Friday, funds are deposited as soon as the next business day. And now Avant will also give you a $50 Amazon.com gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and to get this special radio offer, go to Avant.com today and enter promo code 4646 when applying. That's A-V-A-N-T.com, promo code 4646. Avant.com, code 4646. This is General Gridiron back with you. We've already maneuvered through this weekend's frontline college football showdowns. Now, it's time to fix bayonets and storm the field with our rapid-fire football forecast. Washington wallops UCLA. 
Alabama tops Arkansas. Richmond captures Delaware in its web. California slips past Arizona. West Virginia whacks Kansas. Boise State bucks San Diego State. Michigan manhandles Maryland. Northwestern surprises Michigan State. South Carolina rebounds versus Missouri. Tulane keeps winning versus Cincinnati. Syracuse in a close one at Pittsburgh. Tennessee State best Austin P. And please keep in mind and pray for Christian Abercrombie. NC State bites Boston College. Oklahoma State shoots down Iowa State. Baylor continues Kansas State's agony. Georgia Southern gets after that you-know-what versus South Alabama. Stephen F. Austin wins the Battle of the Piney Woods versus Sam Houston State. Ohio State embarrasses Indiana. Colorado snow skis right past Arizona State. And Mississippi appears to be a real Sunbelt contender versus Louisiana Monroe. Well, soldiers, sailors, airmen, and Marines, you can now put your swords back in their scabbards. We're all out of picks on this week six edition of General Gridiron. We'll be back again next week, same General Gridiron time, same General Gridiron station. So don't forget to tune us in on the radio, Facebook, YouTube TV, and, of course, the Y'all Show, Dixie's hottest talk show. And don't forget to tell your friends all about the show. Simply search for General Gridiron. This is John Rawl, the General of Gridiron Glory, thanking you for letting me be a part of your weekend. This episode was written by Murray Lee. General Gridiron is a production of CRM Sports. For more, log on to crmsports.com. That'll be all. Y'all. Yes, that will be all, y'all. General Gridiron right here on the Y'all Show. Hope you enjoyed that. The Week 6 predictions from the Phil Marshall of Football Foretelling. When we come back on the Y'all Show, we'll have our Friday Rewind. We're going to go back to Monday when Jerry Short was sitting alongside us, and he remembered going to the dentist back in the 1950s, and his dentist, well, let's just be honest, was quite sadistic. And we'll tell you about it when we come back as we wrap up Hour 1. neighbors welcome back to y'all talk with a southern accent with your host john rawl aka the general on this friday edition we're closing down hour one we've got a lot of good stuff coming your way hour two we've got our montage of great music david lee murphy and a great classic rock and roll song from the 1950s will be packaged in our montage today so hold on for that we also have our hashtag hullabaloo coming your way in hour two And we'll close it down with a look at Major League Baseball, NFL, NHL, and even a little NASCAR news. All that 
in hour two of the Y'all Show. And we will wrap it all up with From Dixie with Love, our traditional closing song for the week. Well, right now on the Y'all Show, on Fridays, we like to look back at maybe a good portion of an interview we did earlier in the week on the program that's all about the South. And we were very fortunate on Monday's program. We had Jerry Short in the flesh. He was sitting alongside us and the teller of tales from Takapola talked about college football. He talked about going to college football games and having the uh, heck beat out of him. Fourteen people, I think, had an assault on him after a LSU-Mississippi football game in 1972, the famous four-second game. Burt Jones engineering a win for the Bayou Bengals. You can go back and listen to Jerry's interview and any Y'all show in our podcast. Go into iTunes and search for Y'all show. It's a free download, and any of the nearly 100 episodes that we've done of the Y'all Show is available for a free download, including today's show. If you missed out, if you didn't hear this show in its entirety, or you want to pause it and come back, well, go into iTunes and search for it. You can also go on other platforms that have podcasts. Search for Y'all Show, and it's right there, and it's absolutely free. You can also go to our Twitter account, at Y'all Show, and we'll put the link out to each episode each day when it's available for download. So we'll we'll do the hard work for you here on this all-Southern show. Well, Jerry, when he was on the show on Monday, one of the things he talked about was as a child growing up in the 1950s, they had a local dentist in the suburban Takapola area that he went to. And this dentist found that having kids as customers was, I guess, a fun thing for him, but it wasn't fun for the kids. And it has been something that Jerry and others in that town have had to deal with. In fact, I ran into another kid who's now in his late 60s, by the way, who had the same dentist. And he recalled vividly the staircase leading up to this dentist office and how they were terrified to go see this dentist. Well, Jerry talked about it because I'm sure all of you at some point in your life, even dentists, if you're listening, you've had some fear of going and seeing the, the guy that works on your teeth. Because I just found out that working on your teeth is like five times, your teeth are five times more sensitive, your mouth and teeth are five times more sensitive than any other part of your body. And that may be part of the reason that there's such pain associated with going to the dentist, especially back in the 1950s when they didn't have the kind of tools they have now in dental care. Well, Jerry had a good time, or we had a good time listening to Jerry talk about his fear of going to the dentist and the horror story of making that appearance. If you kid, he'd intentionally show you the instruments that he was going to use on you. <laughs> and, I mean, you look at a vaccina- uh, at a needle that's going to deaden you, gums, and it looks like something you'd vaccinate a cow with. <laughs> you know, and I'm looking at that stuff and I'm saying... I can't tolerate this. I can't stand this. You know, and then I, I would get all frail and back off, and he would say, he had a little old bottle, and he had a little old, uh, th- uh, something he could smash underneath it, a little red, never forget it, a little red rubber deal. It was kind of like a bubble. And then he had a, a, a long metal uh, target that looked like a water hose faucet. And then he'd shoot you, shoot you with it, you know, and it shut up. And then he, down underneath, he was upstairs. Down underneath was a uh, dry goods store, and it it had men and women's clothing. And he would say, 
shut up, I'm going to send down there and get you a dress. Or I'm going to do you this, or I'm going to do you that. And I would come the needle. And then the pliers would swing around. And then if you spit, you then you know how you had to spit in that and blood runs all down. He makes you watch all that blood He'd running. He'd you watch it. Yeah. <laughs> Keep your head down there where you can see all that. Get it all out. Make sure there's no blood coming out. And I'm looking, and I'm looking at something. Look like I've been shot with a 155 Hollister out of a <laughs> cannon, you know. And we used to go down and sit at the foot of the steps on a Saturday and listen to kids cry and scream up at there. At dentist office? At that dentist office. We'd listen to kids cry and scream and then watch them when they come out. We'd, <laughs> it was you. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so you made it through Dr. S, Mr. So-and-so, you know. And uh, I'm sure he's deceased. Yeah, he's deceased, Dr. Stacy. And okay. uh, so anyway, it was a, a, a situation that every child was really a dentist coward. And to, and to prove this fact, I was pole vaulting and I broke two teeth and I knocked one out. I come down and I hit the uh, iron bar. The back end had an iron bar. It was a triangle bar across the top. Yeah. And I got it caught up in my mouth as I kicked over. And it broke two teeth. It broke one out. And it had one like on a 45. So anyway, um, I got so scared I couldn't even go have an imprint. You know, I didn't even want to put doggone putty in my mouth to uh, make a impression of what uh, kind of dang uh, uh false front tooth i was going to have and i know one of the first things i ever did um when i was 18 and that had happened when i was about 17 but when i was 18 i was jumping off of a river bridge in the yachty river and a friend of mine jumped off the bridge and it looked like he was a little hesitant to jump and i laughed and back then they didn't have wire or anything it just floated around with plastic in your mouth and i spit it out in the river and i didn't have any teeth the two teeth across the front of my mouth so you know i look like a speck or whoever on uh oh dr spot uh, now that country show uh, oh okay you know what i'm talking about yeah i look like slim rose or somebody like that you know i look like that and uh so i went to oxford and uh i went to a dr abernathy and i went in and i told him i said i know you got to do an impression and they had this old metal plate and they'd put all it i may still do it but I'm still scared to go to a dentist. I'm scared all my life. I mean, if I know the tr- if You'll I know jump out of airplanes and get in fights with 15 people in Baton Rouge, but you won't go see a dentist. That's really easy compared to what I went through at that dentist office. Well, perhaps you can relate to that. Jerry Short, the teller of tales from Takapola, with his short stories from Monday of this week and our Friday rewind. And yeah, it was not quite as much fun going to a dentist. In those days, the only reward that I had going to dentists back in the 70s and 80s, it was painful. And I'm sure if you're old enough to go back into the days where they didn't have some of the neat little tricks they've got now in dentistry, the great reward, and it's kind of ironic you got this as a reward. I'm sure some of you had similar things at your dentist office. My great reward was ice cream from the local pharmacy. You went there and, boy, it was great ice cream. But isn't it funny, a dentist gives you a free certificate for ice cream, which means you're probably going to get a cavity. I guess it's good business to have people get cavities if you're in the dentistry business. But, yeah, that's my fun story. I bet you you have a similar story, especially if you grew up in the old days where it was quite a chore and quite painful to go get your teeth checked out. Well, make sure you go floss and rinse and do what you got to to come back in hour two because we're going to have a very shiny, clean, pearly white show 
We're going to start it out with our Friday free for y'all. We've got a rock and roll classic coming your way and a story behind it. Plus, we'll move on to hashtag hullabaloo and all the news and notes from sports heading into the weekend. You don't want to miss it. It's the Y'all Show with your host, John Rawl. Are you putting your retirement savings in a 401k, IRA, or investment account? Then I have one word of advice. Stop. Many experts warn of a stock market crash any day now. And if it's anything like the last two crashes, you could lose 50% or more of your hard-earned savings in the Wall Street casino. Can you afford to lose half of your retirement savings again? Hey, you don't have to lose a penny because there's a better, safer way to save for retirement. And you can learn all about it in a free report. This is the report Wall Street and big banks desperately hope you never see. Why? Because this method continues to grow your money even when the market tumbles. It lets you take back control of your money and finances and it gives you penalty free access to your savings plus it beats the pants off any 401k or ira these are uncertain times so get the information you need today to guarantee your retirement security to get this free report go to bankonyourself.com right now that's bankonyourself.com bankonyourself.com this here is the story of Lawrence, who always wanted to play pro football. His parents supported his love of the game, sent him to special camps, and then in college. Pro scouts came to a bunch of games where Lawrence was playing the trumpet at halftime. Yeah, Lawrence was never that good at football, gave up by the time he got to college. But he also learned how Geico could save him a lot of money on car insurance, so he switched and saved. So, this here story has a happy ending after all. It's Friday. It's the Y'all Show. It's hour two of the Y'all Show. I'm your host, John Rawl, and this is David Lee Murphy, Party Crap. She couldn't keep from crying when she told me goodbye. But I knew the Lord, it was breaking her heart that she was breaking mine. So for the sake of her feelings and the sake of my pride, I told her not to worry about me. I'm sitting here soaking up the neon lights Misery looking for some company And tonight I'm looking for a party crowd Slamming them back and laughing out loud With the smoke so thick the blues can't hang around With the jukebox jumping like it just don't care If they're dancing over here or fighting over Looking for a party crowd It'll dawn on me tomorrow Wherever I wake up I'll look back and try to recall Just where the heck's my truck So take my keys and lock them up tight And let the good times flow I worry about tomorrow when it comes to light The night's still young and I'm on the road tonight I'm looking for a party crowd Slamming them 
With the two fights jumping like they just don't care If they're dancing over here or fighting over there I'm making the rounds Looking for a party Yes, and tonight I'm looking for a party crowd Slamming them back and laughing out loud Where the smoke's so thick, the blues can't hang around We want to hear you sing loud and proud, y'all ah. Jumping like you just don't care If they're dancing over here or fighting over there I'm making the rounds, looking for a party crowd Yes, but well, the Y'all Show is looking for a party crowd. I'm looking for a party crowd. Slamming back and laughing out loud. Where the smoke's so thick, the blues can't hang around. Sing it, sing it, sing it. With box jumping like it just don't care if they're dancing over here or biting over there. With David Lee Murphy, party crowd. It's our tradition here on Fridays. It's time to head home. Maybe stop by the convenience store, get you a cold drink if you need it. And we are all about having a great time. And that's what Mr. Murphy provides each Friday here on the Y'all Show with his combo of great music. We've got his second song ready in just a jiffy. Also, we're actually going to dive away from country music. We've got a rock and roll classic coming up after this song right here so you want to make sure you stick around for a rock and roll song right but we got to first play that second david lee murphy song and of course it's dust on the bottom trio williams lived down a dirt road he made homemade wine like nobody i know i dropped by one friday night and said can you help me creole i got a little girl waiting on me and i want to trade her right he said Got what you need, son, as we step down in the cellar. He reached through the cobweb as he turned on the light. He said, There might be a little dust on the bottom, but don't let it fool you about what's inside. There might be a little dust on the bottom, but it's one of those things that gets sweeter with time. You were sitting in the Swing as I pulled up the driveway My old heart was racing as you climbed inside You stayed over there close as we drove down to the lake road Watched the sun fade in that big red sky I reached under the front seat and said Now here's something special It's just been waiting for a night like tonight oh, It might be a little dust on the bottom But don't let it fool you About what's inside There might be A little dust on the bottom But it's one of those things That gets sweeter with
Mr. Murphy and Dust on the Bottle here on the Y'all Show. Big hit from the mid-1990s in country music. Now, as promised, we're going to go to rock and roll. This may be our first true rock and roll classic ever played on the Y'all Show. Making history right now. But sadly, we're playing this song now because of the death this week of Peggy Sue Garen Rackham who died in Lubbock, Texas at the age of 78. And she was the inspiration for the 1958 smash Peggy Sue by Buddy Holly, his second big smash that he had out back in the 1950s. This West Texas rock and roller who, of course, was killed in that plane crash in 1959 in Iowa at only the age of 22 years old. My, what a shortened life. And what a, a legend he left behind. By the way, I didn't know with this until researching this today. Buddy Holly's last name, career-wise, his last name is spelled H-O-L-L-Y. But he, his real name was H-O-L-L-E-Y. And that's what's on his headstone in the city of Lubbock Cemetery there in Lubbock, Texas. So he, legally, his last name's Holly with an E. His first name's actually Charles. His name is Charles Harden Holly, but known as Buddy Holly. And man, he put out some good music in his short time period, unfortunately, before he was killed in 59. But that song, Peggy Sue, followed That'll Be the Day, which was a big hit in 1957. And it went to number three on the Billboard Top 100 chart and, of course, helped launch his career even more. I didn't realize also until researching this that you would have thought at some point, because Buddy Holly was such a, a major, major artist at the time, that his music would have crossed over into the country music chart, but it never did. All of his songs were sort of the pop, Billboard 100, and rock and roll, the early days of rock and roll. And this song here was actually recorded July 1st of 1957 in Clovis, New Mexico. <laughs> I love the drum beat on Peggy Sue. So without further ado, this is a song that Buddy Holly helped co-write and made famous back 60 years ago. And we want to play this now and keep in mind the inspiration for the song, Peggy Sue Guerin, who died this week at the age of 78. If you knew Peggy Sue, then you know why I feel blue without Peggy. My Peggy Sue. Oh, well, I love you, Kelly. I love you, Peggy Sue. Peggy Sue. Oh, how my heart yearns for you, oh, Peggy, my Peggy Sue. Oh, well, I love you, Gallus, I love you, Peggy Sue. 
love you, gal, and I need you, Peggy Sue. I love you, Peggy Sue, with a love so rare and true. Oh, Peggy, my Peggy Sue. <laughs> well, I love you, gal, I want you, Peggy Sue. Texas rock and roller Buddy Holly playing a song about a beautiful West Texas girl, Peggy Sue Guerin. And she, of course, got married, became Peggy Sue Guerin Rackham. But her song there was a big hit 60 years ago. And Miss Rackham died this week in Lubbock, her hometown, where she and Buddy Holly went to high school. She died at the age of 78. But luckily, this song about her will live on. She actually, this song was actually not originally called Peggy Sue. It was actually called Cindy Lou. It was named for Buddy Holly's niece, the daughter of his sister, Pat. But the title was changed to Peggy Sue in reference to Peggy Sue Guerin, the girlfriend and future wife of Jerry Allison, the drummer for Buddy Holly and the Crickets. And this song was written after the couple had temporarily broken up. So how about that? That connection to his bandmate led to the name change from Cindy Lou. Somehow, Cindy Lou... Cindy Lou, that doesn't quite have the same oomph that Peggy Sue does, but what a big song for Buddy Holly, of course, a true Southern legend. And I've always loved the fact that he has this connection to Waylon Jennings, who also was from West Texas, I think even from Lubbock. And Waylon was with him on that fateful night in 1959, whenever Buddy Holly boarded that plane that crashed in Clear Lake, Iowa, and Waylon gave up his seat. And unfortunately, as we know, too familiar what happened there with the plane crash that killed not only Buddy Holly, but the day the music died, February 3rd, 1959, with the death of Buddy Holly, Richie Valens, and J.P. the Big Bopper Richardson. Hmm. Somebody ought to write a song called The Day the Music Died. (laughs) Just kidding. All right, when we come back on the Y'all Show, we've got hashtag hullabaloo coming your way. Yeah, it's the Friday edition. We've got some goodies, some real good stuff coming your way. Before we get out of here this hour, we'll give you the latest on three new movies that are appearing this weekend at the box office. And we've got both Major League Baseball to tell you about. We've got NFL scheduled for Sunday. And can you believe it's not only basketball time about to start, but today we've got some first games going on if that's what it's called games maybe it's matches in the national hockey league that season's getting started this week and we'll tell you about a few of the southern teams involved in the nhl 
Well, all that's ahead here on the Y'all Show. As a small business owner, you make every dollar count. So what could you do with $10? Go to vistaprint.com today and you'll get 500 high-quality custom business cards for only $9.99. That's less than two cents per card. And at Vistaprint, your satisfaction is absolutely guaranteed. So it's never been easier to turn 500 strangers into connections. Just visit vistaprint.com and use promo code 1313 at checkout. That's vistaprint.com, promo code 1313. Hey there, I'm a glue stick, so I have one job. I glue kid stuff. So sorry for being jealous of Geico, who does a ton more. Like give you 24-7 access to thousands of licensed agents. And Geico has been around for over 75 years and has a 97% customer satisfaction rating. While I've just got mediocre adhesive skills, Geico also has an award-winning mobile app. Uh-oh, arts and crafts time. No eating the glue stick, Miss Lydia. Geico, expect great savings and a whole lot more. Y'all talk with a southern accent. The Friday edition, hour two, continues with your host, John Rawl. Our number, 803-816-1170. We'd love to get your text or phone calls and if you have a question, comment, suggestion, praise, criticism, we take it all here. We're human. We, we can take it. We would love to hear from you here on the Y'all Show. Well, on the Y'all Show a couple times each week, if you're fortunate enough to tune in at the right time, well, you'll hear this music playing right now. <laughs> it's hashtag Hullabaloo, the Friday edition, the Friday Free For Y'all edition. And this is where we go and find some of the hilarious and goofy stuff and, frankly, sometimes educational stuff that's out there on social media. And it's you just never know. It's just like picking up a cane pole and going to the lake. You just never know if the fish are going to bite and if they're going to be bite, biting if it's going to be the big one. Or you may walk home with nothing. But here on the Y'all Show, I promise you, we'll have some kind of minnow that you can take home. I promise each and every time we have hashtag hullabaloo. Let's start out today's hashtag hullabaloo with an, a, a teacher. And this is Tabitha Sullins, who is a mother, a teacher, a principal, an artisan, a Christian, and is blessed. And Tabitha on Twitter is at Tabitha Sullins. And it's T-A-B-E-T-H-A-S-U-L-L-E-N-S. Okay. We have completely embarrassed you, Tabitha. But you're a teacher and a principal. You can handle it. If not, I, I we, we actually said it on the show not long ago, near Augusta, Georgia. I know there's at least one school that still paddles. So perhaps you've got to paddle in your office if we behave badly. You can you can smack us on the on the buttocks. Only on the buttocks. So it's amazing how the Lord gave us that little soft spot back there that can handle a nice little love tap every now and then when you when we act up as kids i think it's there for a reason now if there's a way to overdo it and that's called abuse but if it's a simple disciplinarian measure then i'm all for it and perhaps if it's a bad enough offense teachers don't need to do this but maybe parents pull out that belt i wonder how many kids these days even know what a belt is really for it's not for holding up your pants and if you've been the 
lucky recipient of a belt whooping in your life, raise your hand. Yeah, I see I see those hands up there. Yeah, it, it was actually the way of life uh, in the South for a long time. And in fact, if you're a true Southerner, you've actually been whipped with some kind of something, a stick, a branch, or something along those lines that you might find out in the woods. Nothing like a, a skinny little limb that's green and and that'll get you a switch coming after you that'll that'll make you straighten up real quick but unfortunately it's actually kind of hard in today's world to even go find nature's disciplinary tools i mean we you'd have to go into a state forest in some places to even find such a thing to to do that but we're not saying to 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 be bad people but I think if you even threaten it, I believe that'll straighten up a lot of people. And and trust me, adults need some disciplinary actions too these days. We should make belt whooping and switch hitting a standard in law enforcement. Uh, I, I'm all about taking people to the courthouse square and taking it back to 100 years ago and, and taking care of discipline and, and justice in a very swift manner. And that would be with a swift action of a belt or or a, a limb. All right, I need to get away from that kind of talk. And I, I got on it because I was talking about a principle. I guess because I'm still, I won't say tortured. I'm not going to go and confess in front of a Senate committee one day that a teacher spanked me in school because I was a knucklehead. But it did make a difference, and it did square me away. It helped, at least. And I'm sure most of you, if not all of you, who were disciplined, if you were old enough to be disciplined in school with a belt or a paddle or whatever way they did it, it it made a difference. These days, I think most schools are going to give you like after school detention or I I still don't understand why the, the benefit is from expulsion or a suspension where you don't go to school for a couple of days. I mean, that would be a blessing if, if I were a idiotic kid. Hey, you can't come to school for a week. Okay, sounds good to me. I know they should catch grief when they're at home during that time, but hey, I don't think a lot of kids do. Now, back to Tabitha and what she put on Twitter. We've already told you that she's a principal and a mother and all this, but she's a Christian, so we're proud of that. She writes, you know you're Southern when self-care is yoga and biscuits from Cracker Barrel. <laughs> okay, uh, I'll let you be the expert, Tabitha, since you are the principal on yoga. I've never gone to yoga, and I don't intend to go to yoga. I think that really should be more for women. I don't mean to sound sexist, but I, I would guarantee you that most people that do yoga are females. I, I, I'm i not going to go do the research, but let's just give me that one, please. Okay, yoga. For women, they, they can, and I don't see men going around to the grocery stores wearing yoga pants. I see plenty of women. Now, whether they actually just came from yoga or not, I have no idea, but it is kind of a standard now for women's apparel to wear yoga pants, whether they do it or not. But here's what we can all agree. Can't we just get along, Tabitha Sullins, EDS? Yes, we can, because she writes, that you know you're Southern when you your self-care is yoga and biscuits from Cracker Barrel. How about Cracker Barrel? 
Those biscuits they make in the cornbread too, they are scrumptious. Did I put enough asses in there? They are scrumptious. And to Cracker Barrel's credit, if you are like me when you go in there, man, I make them make about four trips to the kitchen and bring me at least four helpings. I could get full just off of the biscuits and cornbread. And don't you love the fact that you can get both? You know, most restaurants, especially the mom and pops, which we love, and we love our local restaurants, but Cracker Barrel, man, it's perfectly acceptable to go both ways. I'm I'm coming up with a politically correct term here. I'm buy biscuit cornbread. <laughs> I like biscuits and cornbread. So don't make me choose. I, I want both. And at Cracker Barrel, at least from my experience, <laughs> you can get both and you can get a lot of it. I love Cracker Barrel's food. The only problem I've got with Cracker Barrel, and tell me if you don't feel the same way, they have really bad syrup. I didn't say syrup. I said syrup, which is, I think, the correct southern way to say it. You know, that stuff that comes from Vermont or Canada or whatever you put on pancakes and waffles. Yeah, their little bottle of, of their own syrup is it's weird. I don't like it. And they won't go back and get you whatever other log cabin syrup they don't have that in the restaurant i guess it's b-y-o-s bring your own syrup when you go into cracker barrel if you don't like their syrup because man the, the pancakes are great and the other food is awesome it's just like mama never made but that syrup is just the deal breaker and they love their pancakes you got buttermilk pancakes they love to promote them it would be much better if you just had a different kind of syrup. So, Cracker Barrel executives in Nashville, where your headquarters is, I hope you're listening. Please, please consider my special request. At least give me, how how, how hard would it be to give all of your Cracker Barrel locations a bottle of log cabin syrup, or whatever it's made out of these days, I guess it's in plastic, a plastic bottle of log cabin, or whatever other brand of syrup that 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 would be good customer service so thank you tabitha very good point and yes that is very good self-care going to cracker barrel and having that now here is an email i love the name i can't imagine it's the real name but if it is even more awesome two thumbs up this comes from bonnie blue we are a band of brothers and native to the soil, fighting for our liberties. And I don't know the rest, but I do know when they get into on the song Bonnie Blue. First came, first came South Carolina, who nobly took her stand. Then came Alabama, who nobly took her hand, or something like that. I should brush up on Bonnie Blue. Bonnie Blue, sort of the fight song and the unofficial national anthem of the Confederate States of America, written on January 9, 1861 in Jackson, Mississippi, when the Bonnie Blue Flag, which is a royal blue flag with a single white star in the middle, when that was raised over the capital of Jackson, when Mississippi seceded from the Union. And a guy from Ireland, I think, was in the crowd there in Jackson, Mississippi, when Mississippi became a Republic of Mississippi and not a state. They seceded from the United States. 
and he wrote this song called Bonnie Blue, and it's a catchy little tune. Unfortunately, it's got words, and it goes through every state that ended up seceding from the South, and it kind of is a hard thing to, to know by heart. So as much as I love the song, I like Dixie better because Dixie is at least easier to remember, and I know a couple of different verses of of Dixie. In fact, since we were just talking about pancakes and all that at Cracker Barrel, how about this stanza of Dixie? And I'm doing it totally off the top of my head. There's buckwheat cakes and engine batter makes you fat or a little fatter. Look away, look away, look away, Dixieland. They didn't teach you that in school, but that is actually one of the verses of Dixie right there. Buckwheat cakes and engine batter. I assume that's another way of saying pancakes from the 1860s. I, I'm not sure. But, hey, Bonnie Blue is on Twitter. Not the song, not the flag, but the person. And her Twitter account is at Bonnie Blue TK. And Bonnie Blue says that they're an LSU Tiger fan and a photo manic. And tear, tears up singing national anthem in alma mater. Well, I wonder... If Bonnie Blue's national anthem is Bonnie Blue, should be. Of course, Oh Say Can You See is pretty good, too. So, Bonnie Blue put a tweet out with the simple statement, fact check, true, is what Bonnie Blue wrote. And Bonnie Blue attached a gif. And the gif says, Southern women can say more with a cut of their eyes than a whole debate club's worth of speeches. Okay. Well, I being the recipient of a couple of those cuts of eyes from a woman, from a southern woman. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you can you can shut me up real quick with that stare. And I'm sure most of our listeners here know exactly what I'm talking about. Bonnie Blue, thank you for sharing with that, sharing that info here on the Y'all Show about that, that amazing power that southern women yield, the ability to cut those eyes and and just put people dead in their tracks they just you know you're busted when you get that look denisa tatero is on twitter at tennessee tn underscore jeep underscore girl at tn underscore jeep underscore girl and she writes southern roots and cowgirl boots jeep girl brand ambassador well i didn't know jeep had a brand that they were out having ambassadors for but yes denisa we appreciate you and your love of Jeeps. And she writes, Shout out, thanks, and please smash the handle of a very special Southern Jeep lady that we, Tennessee Jeep Girl, know. She's all about great times and great friends, and she has lots of both. We love her, and you will too. Hashtag Jeep Life. By the way, her rig is rocking. Now, I don't know if this is TN Jeep Girl in this picture attached on Denisa Taturo's Twitter account, but it's a lovely Southern Belle riding on the front of a Jeep Rubicon. How about that? Not quite the Wrangler Jeeps, but I guess it's a more modern Jeep that's out there. And this nice lady, who I assume is in the state of Tennessee, on top of her Jeep being posed for a photo. Well, what caught my eye wasn't, of course, the Jeep nor her beauty, but the message streaming across the top of the windshield, the front windshield of this Jeep, it says... I'd rather be topless. <laughs> and it's not for the woman. It's for the Jeep. And, of course, if you're a Southerner and you've got a Jeep, 
you want to have that top down and show off your rig and you want to show off that sound you know most of these jeeps have the mufflers that rattle and you're like whoa here comes a jeep you know when it's coming but to denise's credit there is a jeep life hashtag jeep life and i saw it firsthand in georgia when i was living there last year you have these clubs of jeep owners and it's kind of you're in the club if you have a jeep now i've owned a jeep but it wasn't a rubicon and it wasn't a cherokee or a wrangler even it was actually a cherokee country which was the suv type jeep that came out in the 90s i liked it i still like it i wish i had it unfortunately it had seen its better days and i ended up selling it for a very reduced price to a friend but yeah if you've had a jeep and you love it then you you understand it you get it but we appreciate the great photo on twitter and yeah jeeps would rather be topless and i don't blame them a friend of mine put this on Twitter. This was not a something for public consumption, but I thought it was funny, okay? And this is a young friend, someone I know who's in college, and, and they put out an image, and it's amazing what kids do these days. And I, I say kids, she's in college, but she's still a kid to me, but she's actually a grown adult, okay? She's a woman. She can vote. She's in college. She's on her own. Well, is she? And the reason I say that is what, what she put on her own Twitter account. Now, this is kind of the stupidity of today's millennial generation, I say. People that put stuff out there that really don't need to be doing it. But, hey, it's given me material here in hashtag hullabaloo, so I'm not going to complain. Well, this friend evidently needed some money from old mom. And mom, well, mom wasn't very happy about that. So, so this person put in a text message, not on Twitter, but actually they, they, they copied whatever that's they captured the text conversation and then put that on twitter so what i'm reading is a text conversation that was captured and then put on her twitter account i'm not going to embarrass her because this is funny but i'm sure you can relate especially if you're a parent so this young lady writes to her mother she texts her so monies and the mother sends back a text saying i'll send you twenty dollars and then the mom, to her credit, finds a GIF, or maybe she just created it. And if she did, great creativity. She sends a GIF to her daughter saying, Having a child is like having a little broke-ass best friend. <laughs> well, I've got a young child, but he's not to the age yet where he's asking for money. But if you're a parent, or you've been like me, a child who's had to go to mom and dad and try to get a little money from time to time, yeah, I, I see where the mother or father could be very frustrated with a kid, especially when they're off at college and they're not working and there's always something coming up and they're not working. If you go to college, you really should have a job of some type. Now, I went to a college that we couldn't have a job because we were in a military school atmosphere and there was no way to even leave campus. So unless you're in that kind of environment and you're at a civilian normal type school can't you find some kind of job and and do it i mean especially when kids now go to college for five six seven eight years and still don't get a degree yeah you should be working however maybe she is working she just didn't have enough but she wanted that money and her mom had a, a very very good response having a child is like having a little broke ass best friend uh-huh. ocean dog is on twitter that is the twitter account at ocean dog 
An Ocean Dogs, a writer, a teacher, a parent, a Southerner, a Blue Angels fan. All right. And lives in Pensacola Beach and likes LSU and Texas A&M. All right. Well, I wonder what you do around Thanksgiving each year when those two teams get together, Ocean Dog. Well, Ocean Dog put on Twitter this week, my Southern grandma's superpower, knowing exactly what size container was needed. And Ocean Dog has a pick of, and I know if you've been around grandparents before, grandmothers especially, but maybe you are guilty of this too. It's a picture of a refrigerator or a fridge, and it's just scattered with all types of plastic containers, of blue bonnet, country crock. I can't believe it's not butter. You got a empty parquet and a Cool Whip container in there too, because especially the folks that grew up in the Depression, man, they saved everything. And and you'll find in refrigerators or stuck in shelves, especially from our our senior citizens who are maybe are around in their 70s and 80s and beyond, they keep stuff in all these little containers like blue bonnet containers and country crock spread. And and you'll go and you'll open up that fridge and you'll see all this stuff just jam-packed in there. So that's, that's a good memory there for a lot of people, Ocean Dog, of how those people have saved. They've saved those kind of things and, and they still use them. Helen is on Twitter, at Helen K-I-E-F, Helen Keefe, I guess. Anything and everything and occasionally interesting stuff. And Helen is from Kentucky, and she has a statement she released on Twitter. Sweet or unsweet is the still or sparkling of the South. Hashtag Southern. All right, Helen, that's a little bit above my pay grade, but perhaps some of you are sitting there just saying, oh, wow, that's good stuff. All right, so one more time from Helen. Sweet or unsweet is the still or sparkling of the South. All right. Getting a little little intellectual here on today's y'all show. And finally, we go to Gary Poole, at Gary Poole TN. And Gary Poole is the morning show host on Big 95.3 and managing editor of Chatta Pulse. That's Chatta, C-H-A-T-T-A-P-U-L-S-E. And he writes, hashtag Southern means spending all week cleaning the house before family visits only to apologize for how messy the house is when they arrive. So, yeah, you're probably guilty of that. you got company coming over. You actually spend plenty of time cleaning it up. It's in perfect condition, but you still use that excuse when the company arrives. I'm sorry how messy the house is. We're all guilty of that. And you probably shouldn't have even said it, and the person probably doesn't care if it was messy or, or, or clean, spotless. They're just glad to be there. So, Gary, take a chill pill. Yeah, be happy that you've got a nice house. Now, as I said, he's the managing editor of hash of at Chattapults, and I had to go look this up. Chattapults' Twitter is Chattanooga Pults, and that's Chattanooga's weekly alternative newspaper going back to 2003. And how about this? This weekend in Chattanooga, Tennessee, the riverfront comes alive there with the Three Sisters Bluegrass Festival. And you'll get to go down to the Tennessee River and enjoy all of this great music. It happens tonight and tomorrow night, and it's the 12th annual Three Sisters Bluegrass Festival. And get this, it is free for everybody. And if you just go there and listen, you'll enjoy this great music on the banks of the Tennessee River. 
in downtown Chattanooga, the Three Sisters Bluegrass Festival. And we want to thank Gary Poole and the staff at Chattanooga Pulse for letting us know about this awesome event going on this weekend. Don't miss it. All right, we are going to go to our last break of the week. When we come back, we'll tell you about movies. We'll tell you about Major League Baseball. We'll tell you about the NFL slate for Sunday. We've got some hockey talk, even some NASCAR news. That's ahead as we wrap up this week's Y'all with John Rawl. As a small business owner, you make every dollar count. So what could you do with $10? Go to Vistaprint.com today and you'll get 500 high-quality custom business cards for only $9.99. That's less than $0.02 per card. And at Vistaprint, your satisfaction is absolutely guaranteed. So it's never been easier to turn 500 strangers into connections. Just visit Vistaprint.com and use promo code 1313 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code 1313. Clear your calendars because the best time to discover your best hair is here. The Gorgeous Hair Event is back at Ulta Beauty. It's three weeks of daily beauty steals of up to 50% off the most loved brands like Redken, Living Proof, and Dry Bar. Check out deep conditioning masks for a frizz-free fall, flat irons for silky locks that never stop, and color boosters to keep you vibrant all season. But hurry in. The event ends October 20th, only at Ulta Beauty. The possibilities are beautiful. back for the final segment of the y'all show for this week john rawl thanking you for being with us along the way we got from dixie with love queued up and coming at you in just a few minutes so hang on for the finale for our week well if you go to the theater this week there are three movies being released nationwide that we want to tell you about the first is a sci-fi thriller venom and it stars michelle williams as well as tom hardy directed by reuben fleischer now, another movie out this weekend is The Hate You Give, which is a crime drama, and it stars Russell Hornsby and Anthony Mackie, directed by George Tillman Jr. And the final movie is one that I've been seeing promoted for quite some time. It's got Lady Gaga and her real-life boyfriend, Bradley Cooper of The Hangover, you know, Phil. And this movie is A Star is Born. And it is out this weekend. It's a movie where a musician helps a young singer and actress find fame, even as age and alcoholism send his own career into a downward spiral. Now, postseason baseball is underway. It may not be quite as exciting as a Bradley Cooper movie, but we want to tell you about what's going on tonight in Major League Baseball as both the American League and National League teams will be in action in the division series. Cleveland is at Houston Colorado is at Milwaukee. The Brewers were able to escape in a win on Thursday over the Rockies. The Boston Red Sox are hosting the New York Yankees in an NLDS game. And also you've got the L.A. Dodgers hosting Atlanta. And that game was played yesterday, and the Dodgers walloped 
the Atlanta Braves, and the Braves deserve to be walloped. They made their first postseason appearance in five years, and they wore their stupid navy blue jerseys in a game where they should be wearing their gray unis, and only their gray unis are the traditional home white unis. You don't wear spring training uniforms in postseason baseball, and they were killed in that game as Los Angeles won 6-0 to over the Bravos. So we got baseball going on big time this weekend. Sunday's NFL slate includes the Tennessee Titans at Buffalo. The Dolphins are at Cincinnati. The Ravens travel to the Cleveland Browns. Jacksonville goes to Kansas City. The Atlanta Falcons travel to Pittsburgh. The New York football giants are in the Queen City taking on the Carolina Panthers. The Arizona Cardinals are at San Francisco. And Dallas is at Houston. The Battle of Texas going on on Sunday night football on NBC. Monday night's football game features the Washington Redskins at the Superdome in New Orleans taking on the Saints. Now, NFL going. NBA's regular season starts in about two weeks. Believe it or not, this is the start this week of the National Hockey League. The first game of the year was actually played Wednesday. Well, tonight, there's some teams that are playing their first hockey game of the year. And to give you a little dose of what's going on, the Carolina Hurricanes are at the Columbus Blue Jackets and the San Jose Sharks travel to Los Angeles to take on the Kings. The Nashville Predators open up at the New York Rangers tomorrow. So a bunch of games on the hockey slate. NASCAR is at Dover this weekend. And believe it or not, fans can bet on the NASCAR race at Dover right there at the track. As we are seeing more and more sports betting become legal as a result of the Supreme Court decision from earlier this year. Now, I always argue that NASCAR is not really a sport. It's a spectacle. It's entertainment. Sport, I don't know about that. But sure enough, right there where the racetrack is at the NASCAR Xfinity Series race and at NASCAR's Cup Series race this weekend, Fans can go put their bet in as well as bet on the NFL games and other sports activity going on during the week weekend. Roger Penske, a NASCAR team owner, says that he's not focused on this betting thing going on in Delaware this weekend, but you can see more and more sports bets and much more coming in all sports and even in something that's not really sports, but it's entertainment, something called NASCAR. And that's what's going on this weekend and sports and a whole lot more. One final housekeeping note, golf. We are pretty much putting golf on a back shelf now that the major season's over with. We had the Ryder Cup. The Europeans won that last weekend. Congratulations to those guys. Well, this is a golf-related thing that I want to close out today's y'all show is from Dixie with Love is playing behind us. I've got a pair of nieces, twins, in my hometown in South Carolina, my brother's daughters. And they both celebrated their 15th birthday on Thursday. That's great. Happy birthday. Well, how about this? The day after, the one that plays golf, Isabella, who is a Clemson Tiger commit. She's only in the ninth grade. She's already got an offer to play golf with the Clemson Tigers in several years. In a high school golf tournament yesterday, she shot, a double eagle, an albatross, the rarest shot in golf. I guess she may have already had a hole-in-one somewhere in her career, but she may not have had that. But she topped that by getting a an albatross and a real tournament in South Carolina. So congratulations, Isabella. 
She is very good. She's, like I said, already got a college scholarship. I wish I'd have paid golf a little bit more attention. But if you've been a golfer, and I love golf, I don't play it as much as I watch it, but I'm just hoping to get a, a ace one day. But to even get a, an albatross, a double eagle, is just like something you don't even think of as a possibility. Well, she did it. Congratulations. And her high school, the Lexington Wildcats, where I went to high school, I assume they are winning or won that tournament as they are like the eight-time state champions in South Carolina women's golf, or girls' golf, I guess is what it's called. So congrats, Izzy. Good job. Keep those low scores coming, especially when you get an albatross. Well, that will wrap up this week's Y'all Show with your host, John Rawl. Thank you so much for tuning us in. We'll be back here Monday. We'll have Jerry Short on. We'll give you the recap of the weekend in sports. Thank you ever so much for listening. Have a great weekend. You've been listening to Y'all Talk with a Southern Accent with your host, John Rawl. And, of course, the sentence to the house is from Dixwood Love. As a small business owner, you make every dollar count. So what could you do with $10? Go to Vistaprint.com today and you'll get 500 high-quality custom business cards for only $9.99. That's less than two cents per card. And at Vistaprint, your satisfaction is absolutely guaranteed. So it's never been easier to turn 500 strangers into connections. Just visit Vistaprint.com and use promo code 1313 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code 1313. This here is the story of Lawrence, who always wanted to play pro football. His parents supported his love of the game, sent him to special camps, and then in college, pro scouts came to a bunch of games where Lawrence was playing the trumpet at halftime. Yeah, Lawrence was never that good at football, gave up by the time he got to college. But he also learned how Geico could save him a lot of money on car insurance, so he switched and saved. So, this here story has a happy ending after all.